Welcome to On Being Human. My name is Kathleen Dusabau, and I'm a wife, mother, high school assistant principal, certified integrative health coach, and Reiki master teacher. I'm honored that you've decided to come along on this journey and exploration of the human experience with me. I'm so excited for you to listen to this conversation, so let us begin. Hello and welcome to On Being Human, where we explore supportive practices to design the life we desire. This is your host, Kathleen Dusabout, and I'm incredibly grateful you are here and a part of this conversation. I've been thinking about what a gift it truly is to be human and experience all these amazing sensations through our physical bodies. I believe if we are to have greater physical and emotional health, We must be present in our daily lives and use the power of our senses to be balanced and well. Today, we'll explore our feelings and emotions as they connect to sound, to sight, taste, touch, and smell. Something that really stood out to me while I was completing my health coach certification was tied to visual stimulation and what we take in and what we consume through our eyes. And it was a message connected to those who are pregnant and who have a child growing in their womb and how it could be upsetting for not only the mother, but also for the unborn child to take in any kind of violent stimulation. And the concept around this was that what you take in through your eyes and what your body is experiencing If it's violent, if it's upsetting, if it's scary, your body doesn't realize that this is a fictional television show. Your body is taking your response and it's processing it as if it were really happening to you. And even to this day, all these years later, I still think of that and come back to that from time to time. And if you were to compare how you feel when you're watching something scary to looking at a peaceful and beautiful image or being in the park and taking in that sunset at the end of a day, that creates a cascade of beautiful, soothing neurochemicals in the body, whereas those violent movies or television shows, it really does trigger a a stress response in your body. And my personal experience with this, and I think it's because I have been working to be more present in my life and I have done work with mindfulness over the last few years too, that at this point, whereas before I could tolerate and actually really enjoyed scary movies, now when I'm watching them, those jump scares actually make me jump out of my seat and sometimes even scream a little bit if I'm being honest here. And my family teases me about it. But to that point, my body might not recognize that this is just fiction. My body is actually having a physical response to what I'm taking in through my eyes. Really, time in nature is so incredibly healing for the body, mind, and soul. So this is something that we really want to be aware of when we're thinking about all of our senses, but in this case, that visual piece and what you're seeing and how much screen time you have and how much blue light you're taking in during the course of a day, especially in the evening time. But I would challenge you to really be aware of how you feel when you're focusing on what you see. 
And at this point with moving through a pandemic and being on a screen a lot, I have noticed that my vision isn't as sharp as it once was. So it's really appreciating your eyes and the gift that they give you, all of the gifts that they give you, and noticing how supportive they truly are for your day to day. Next, we'll look at therapeutic touch. When your body is feeling those sensations in nature that is therapeutic, it really does produce those healing chemicals in your body. It enhances immunity. If you've ever moved through some type of a meditation, not a meditation, excuse me, a massage, and you've experienced that, whether it's um, like a Swedish massage, which is a little bit firmer and, and rougher on the body and the muscles, if it were more of a relaxing type of massage, you would notice that you could potentially really with either type of massage, this deep sleep, your body experiences that deep rest at night after releasing all of those healing chemicals within the body. If you've ever had someone just walk by you and rub your shoulders for a few minutes, you would notice or might notice that your physical body actually relaxes. You'll notice that your shoulders actually drop. Some of us, I am one of those people, I actually hold a lot of stress and tension in my shoulders. In some um, thought processes, they believe that your responsibility lies in your shoulders. So I have a lot of tension. And so if my shoulders are fortunate enough to have a little bit of a rub, they will actually decompress and they'll actually drop in a response to that. I would also think of gravity blankets as another great example. That gravity blanket that might weigh 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 20 pounds, depending on the size of the person using one, that can trigger a physical positive response in the body. And all of these things ultimately are beneficial and produce those healing chemicals. Next, let's move into the sense of smell. I love the sense of smell because it's one of those things that can trigger emotions and memories. And one example that stands out in my mind is our first trip to Disney with the kids a few years ago. And I had made this healing um, therapeutic spray with clove and nutmeg and all kinds, cinnamon, all of the kinds of oils that would help repel bacteria and protect us from a sanitizing standpoint. So obviously they have these rich, distinct smells and I was spraying it on the airplane. I was spraying it on our hands in the airport. And even to this day, if I use these oils in the home, if I spray them, if I diffuse them, the kids will say, oh, that smells like Disney. And it's amazing how that sense of smell can take us back to a prior time and have us recall a place that we were before. If you hear my pup in the background, this is real life. <laughs> this is not a professional podcast studio. So I hope you're able to hear me, okay? And I hope you enjoy her barking at the UPS man. Another example why we are to be so grateful and so appreciative for the sense of smell is that it assists in detecting danger. We have smoke detectors, but obviously there are times when our nose has really given us that ability to sniff out danger. 
And so we want to make sure that this is a sense that's in working order. It does connect to our instincts and survival, and it certainly will detect if our food is spoiled. Um, We would be able to smell that package of chicken. If you've ever had a package of chicken spoil in the refrigerator, that smell is unlike any other smell. So, and that will have us jump right into taste. Smell and taste go together. And you can taste if something is spoiled, and that sends the message to your brain, you shouldn't eat this because this could result in a really bad situation for you. And in Ayurvedic wisdom, they focus on six different tastes in every meal to get balanced nutrients to keep you satisfied so you're not looking to snack a couple of hours later taste is one of those beautiful experiences in being human. If you are a foodie, if you enjoy your meals, I'm sure you can appreciate this. But it's another one of those senses that can bring you back in time. When I think of um, that first bite of Easter pie, Italian Easter pie that we had growing up when I was a child, it would bring me back to my Aunt Mildred's house And I would see and smell all of the foods cooking with my aunts. One would be at the stove with the biggest pot I've ever seen in my life, making the filling with rice and cream and all these seasonings that were connected to their specific recipe. And another one of my aunts would be slicing up the ham. And then all the other meats and cheeses would be all over the table with my other aunts doing their part to build all of these beautiful Easter pies with the crucifix over the top on the crust. And it was just a remarkable childhood memory for me. So that taste will bring me back to when I was little and when I was observing and watching all of my aunties celebrate the Easter holiday together in this way. Next, we'll move into sound. Sound I mean, I love all of the senses if I'm being honest, but sound is something that I have a true appreciation for. I love music. I love songbirds and their chirping outside my window in the morning. I love how hearing a song can bring you back to a certain and specific time and place, and it connects you to the person you were at that time or you were at that age, or evokes that emotion, whether it's a happy or a somber, whatever it might be. Sound is so incredible. The ocean waves are healing and also speak to that energy and strength of the waves rolling in when you're at the beach. I could go on and on, really, about about sound. I can remember when my son was first born, and maybe he was about seven months old, I would guess, six, seven, eight months old, and my dad was carrying him through the house, and he was singing to him, and his little lip, my son's little lip started to pucker up, and he had this little moose face, and he got a little teary, and his his frown came on, and he got sad, and it's because he was so moved by emotion as my father sang to him and that's the beauty of sound it's it's just so incredible and it helps us and supports us and balances our bodies in so many ways lastly i would love to look at what i believe to be our sixth sense intuition 
And this is a tool that we can sharpen over time and can assist us in ways that I can't even begin to share words on how supportive it will be for you if you give your intuition the opportunity to speak to you, to guide you, to protect you. And I, I would challenge you to even focus on how your intuition helps you when you're driving. If you're in that present moment and you're watching what's happening, your body will tell you what to do, whether it's should I pull out and make this left-hand turn when I know cars are coming from both directions. Um, your intuition will speak to you when you walk in a room and you have the sense that something is just off. The energy of the room just feels challenging or heavy and you're looking around and you know that there must have been a little bit of a hot conversation, your intuition is speaking to you. Your um, your spidey senses, so to speak, are raised and it's a way that your body is telling you, be aware of what's happening. Be aware of who's around you. You want to make sure that your sensitivity to this is strong because it can help you with decisions. It can give you that nudge to reach out to someone who might need to hear from you. It speaks to you when you're thinking about someone and then you get a text or you get a phone call not too, not too long after that fact. So I would challenge you to spend some time with your intuition, listen to that inner voice, be present so you can feel the energy within yourself, within your heart that's speaking to you. I love the statement. I, I don't know who spoke these words. It might be one of those anonymous quotes, but it states, you know the truth by the way it feels. And it's something that words don't even do it justice, so to speak, but you do know the truth inside you and all of the answers that you need are within you. And as human beings, we love to have conversations with our friends and family members and those important to us and those we trust so much. We want to run an idea by someone, but you know what? At the end of the day, you know what it is that is speaking to you, you know the action that you need to take, you know the whisper that is strong enough that will propel you to the place of taking action. And so when you're considering how the sounds in your life, the feelings that you have, the sights that you see, the taste that you're enjoying, the smells that you hear, uh, one point that I love to consider is that Bird song is only heard when it's a safe environment. So in the morning at five o'clock, when I hear the birds start chirping, sometimes it's closer to 520 when I'll hear them outside my bedroom window. And it brings me such a sense of peace and it actually makes my heart smile to know the birds are safe, they feel rooted, they feel secure, and they can speak their song knowing that they're protected. So that's our episode for today. I hope that you can take away some of these points and consider how you can pay closer attention to your senses, really identify ways that they're most supportive to you, maybe even identify one of the senses that needs a little refining, one that you can spend some time with over the next number of days, 
And as always, I'm so grateful that you're here. I thank you for having this conversation with me. And please consider liking, sharing with your friends, sharing with your family members, and subscribing. I wish you all well and take good care.